What is going on, everybody? Ruckman here with an episode of Crew 3 Podcast. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Chris and Ricky. Gentlemen, say hello. Hey. How's it going? We have a lot to cover this week, and so we're going to push full-on Historic Week probably back because that's in flux along with a lot of stuff going on. Before that, I just want to shout-outs to new Crew 3 champion, Veyvale, who took it down in the finals against our very own Ricky Lynn. Hey. Ricky, do you have any any nice words to say to our new champion who beat you in the finals? Uh, he is he is a, a wonderful person and a great Magic player, and he is now playing with banned cards. So uh, just saying he beat me with a Walking Ballista in game two there. Uh, that card's banned now, so... Demand yeah. a recount. Uh, maybe, maybe in a future event I can get my revenge, but, you know, we'll let it slide this time, you know? Sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, we, of course, like I said, we had the webcam this weekend. Really good. Um, and I will say already, I, I think our next one is probably going to be that first weekend of September. So look out for either the fourth or sorry, the fifth or the sixth. We'll get that on the book shortly. And so keep an eye out for the listing of that in the discord per usual. And I'm hoping next week we'll probably start our uh, little X mage sort of weekly events. Probably during the middle of the week. I'm not really set on a date yet, day or time yet there for those. Uh but just for people who don't really have a lot of access to cards at the moment, can just sort of get in and play uh, with everyone and have some fun. And because of what happened today, we might uh, we might not have to have our own little ban list, at least for a little while. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any – I obviously, we the, like I said, the big topic is going to be this ban list announcement. Any, uh, anybody have anything before we get into the ban list, though? Well, um, I have a special report for you guys if you think now would be appropriate time. I think now would definitely be an appropriate time. All right, cue the uh, special report intro music, please. Got it. Thank you so much. Well, guys, as you know, um, I am the resident journalist slash psychologist slash secret agent uh, of Crew 3 Podcast here. This is Chris, obviously. And I have to say that I, once again knew that this ban was coming and unfortunately I couldn't say anything until today after the fact, obviously some very sensitive matters, but now that it's out, I can actually explain to you guys how it happened. So um, I'm still a little bit shaken up by the whole thing. So if I am a little stuttery, you know, I apologize, but uh, I got a call on a Friday night that there was going to be an emergency meeting in Seattle. And as the forefront pioneer content creators, I was to be invited um, obviously, as the secret agent of us, I was to be trusted with this information and my input was valued. Um, now, I didn't know what was going on when this first meeting was called. OK, uh, it was just a super rush meeting. I told a lot of important people were going to be there. I thought maybe Ichiro died. Right. Uh, but on the plane, it was revealed that it was going to be magic related. And knowing that, I knew that if they wanted my input, I was going to have to act quickly. So. Being a master journalist, I was able to access the dark web, and I very quickly brushed up on my inverse psychology, okay? Now, it's such a secret technique that if you Google that, nothing will come up. You can only learn about it on the dark web. Uh, It's a super secret special technique to influence people, and I learned it on the plane from here uh, to Seattle, okay? I also learned that Mark Rosewater uh, obviously is a boomer, right? I think everybody knows Rosewater's a boomer. Um, he has a, is he? definitely a boomer, hundred uh, percent. If you're over 35, you're a boomer. So um, I learned that you know many many years ago, um, comedians just used to stand in the middle of like this big area of people where people were very close to each other, right? They would just sit right next to each other with no fear, right? And they were called stand-up comedians. And Mark Rosewater's favorite stand-up comedian is a guy named Gahalliger, okay? Uh, and at the end of this this gentleman's um, show, he would take various pieces of fruit and smash them, right? And I did some research on that. It turns out the, the fruit smashing ritual is a long time thing to rid demons from the area, okay? Everybody knows demons hate fruit, right? So I learned yeah. all of that important information. I landed the plane just in time with all that important stuff. All the important people were there, okay? Your Rosewaters, your Dukes, your Obamas, all meeting up at the Olive Garden, of course, the OG. We all ordered our chicken parm, and we got to talking, right? So as we got increasingly intoxicated, I pitched to Rosewater. I pitched a world of pioneer, 
where siege rhinos were free to roam the format. Uh, I even had a little tagline, Pioneer, let's touch rhinos, you know? But that tagline didn't get me. It wasn't quite convinced yet, right? So I pitched him. I was like, how fun would it be, guys, to go back to the old days and just smash some fruit? They loved it. They went wild. That was the best idea they had ever heard. Little did they know, little did they know that that was exactly what I wanted them to do, right? This is the start of this inverse psychology I was telling you guys about. So I set up these fruits. Now on each of these fruits, I had micro-inscribed a card that I had wanted to be banned in the format, all right? So secretly, as Rosewater was smashing these fruits, he was also subconsciously banning these cards from the Pioneer format. Right. Hold on. Did you? Did you? Are you saying you incepted these ideas through smashing? That's one hundred percent what I'm telling you. Again, through the magic of inverse psychology, which I can't unfortunately go too much into. Very secret dark arts type technique. I place these ideas into Rosewater's head, uh, and the Duke's and the Obama's heads about what to do about the format. Okay, and not everything went perfectly. All right. Um, obviously, Kethos was banned instead of Teferi, and that Ooh. that was just a. I'm not very good at drawing. You know. So that was my fault. Also, I tried to disband the patriarchy um, with one of them, but it was a um, it was like a kiwi. So instead, they banned walking ballista. So I don't I don't know I don't know how to explain that one too much, but that's what that happened. Um, so that is how we got to where we are today. Now, I did also slide Rosewater a hundred dollar bill and ask him to ban those cards, but I'm pretty sure it was the fruit smashing. Everybody knows. Fruit smashing, wards off demons, and stops coronavirus. So now, uh, in that hundred dollar bill, mm. was there also just like wrapped a, like a two thousand dollar Olive Garden gift card? No, but what, that what, would have been I, a very good idea. It was well, just that's, that's that's why I gave you the gift card. I just ate that much chicken parm. Oh my god! I thought that was for me to order all of the chicken parm. <sighs> and enough chicken parm to feed all of the siege rhinos that are going to be free to roam this format now. Okay, you think about that great deal at Olive Garden where you buy one meal, they give you 100 meals to take home. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, Chris. Well, uh, unfortunately, um, I need you to call me that $2,000 now. I can't write that off as a business expense now. All right, I will figure something out. Let me call some people and I'll have them get back to you. Um, Hey, also, um, have you ever thought about smashing some fruit? Uh, no, but you know, I, I, hear Let me tell you something. I'm, I just think you would love it. I'm going to come over this weekend and <laughs> okay. just, well, I'm going to have some fruit already prepared, already ready. You okay, don't have to bring cool. any. Fruit. All right. This sounds like fun. You don't have to bring any fruit. I'll bring the fruit and then we'll just see how you're feeling after that. Okay. Oh, awesome. We'll all right. See cool. how you're doing. So anyway, you know, I will accept any donations from you guys that you want to donate to us for saving the, uh, pioneer format. Um, they great, gladly accept it. You know, you guys don't have to thank me, but I would appreciate it if you did, you know? Like I already, like I said, like I asked the, like I asked the Discord, like I asked you guys, if Pleasant Kenobi says he can ban Stone, he gets to claim banning unfor- unbanning Stoneforge Mystic. God, the toast is hitting real early this week. I tell you, <laughs> um, you know, I definitely, I definitely think that uh, we have the right to claim that we we banned Inverter of Truth and Underworld Breach. That's exactly right. That's exactly. I, right. I don't like like Chris said. I don't want to take credit for Kethis and Walking Ballista, but we'll take the other two. We'll take the other two for sure. The other two are the other two are square and like so the other ones I think were just accident I think is just my my poor drawing skills but anyway that is all that is all just I get to tell you guys now so you can learn about the process by which magic cards are banned uh, so there you go all right Chris well uh, we appreciate the special report and uh, I can't wait to see how you pay me back this two thousand mm-hmm, dollars mm-hmm. um, all right so like Chris said we we had a big ban list right uh, obviously we're going to talk a lot about pioneer. Uh, so that's going to push back our historic content, but not just Pioneer had some big bands. We had some bands in Standard, Historic, and Brawl, I guess. I don't know. What's that, play that Yeah, I don't know. As, as as confused I am as Historic, I'm even more confused about Brawl. Um, so I think we'll just start the forums and work our way down uh, and just sort of in amount of time we're going to talk about them, right? So we'll start right, with Standard. Quick, there's only one format. We'll move, we'll move to Historic. We'll talk to Pioneer. All right. Real fast. Standard. Um Wilderness Wreck, Growth Spiral, Teferi, Cauldron Familiar, gone. I think it's super interesting that they're banning uh, Wilderness Wreck, Growth Spiral, and Teferi like a month and a half before they rotate out. Um, it, I hope that's something, a design, not really a design choice, like a game play choice that they, they consider going forward, right? Um, I wish this was a decision that was made months ago, but better late than ever, I guess, for just letting it rotate out. 
But like you've got two more months of this format, right? You've got all of August and you've got all of September and like yeah. halfway through October. And like we don't live in like the world of weekends of magic now. We live sure. in a world of weeks of magic. Like do you know how many games gaming. of arena are getting played with those cards right now? Yeah. Do you do you do you think the the pro tour this weekend and last week was what pushed it over the top finally? Uh, this whole band list seems like just a big wake up call from R and D. Just finally being like, all right, everybody's complaining. Let's just ban cards. I think the only card from standard that I wanted to see banned was like something in cat. Yeah. Uh, because uh, that's gonna be around for another year. Sure. Like it's it's once again. Like it's another like uh, parasitic mechanic where it just only feeds off of itself mm-hmm. with the food mechanic and just like the energy mechanic before you just you can't make mechanics that don't play with the rest of the game. Yeah. Now, do you agree with the argument of culture familiar versus mayhem devil? I mean, mayhem devil is going to rotate out anyway, right? Uh, but some people think that mayhem devil is the real problem. But again, you know, like you said, culture familiar, we're going to have a whole other year, and it's not like that that game plan is going to change too much unless just the format changes drastically. There's still another year of oven cat and uh, trail. Sure. You know, it's just like oven cat trail, oven cat trail, oven cat trail for infinity person camera TV. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But like, I feel like that's the only card that I wanted to see banned in standard uh, standard. I've been having fun with. It's a fun format. Um, mm-hmm. I do like that I can ride once again un- untouched my red cards. Uh, the Ember Cleaves will once again flash into play. Sure. <laughs> uh, there's no no more like big bad wraths coming on turn like three and stuff like that because of Growth Spiral. There's no more getting stalled out by cat decks. T- Terror of the Peaks gets to fly free. I don't know about that yet. We'll you see don't know about, about that. that yet. I mean, I, have you played an Ember Cleave? Yeah, I've, I've have you cast played, that I've, card? I have cast several Ember Cleaves in my day. Like, oh man, that I feel like these bands sort of. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, I tell you, I'll tell you who's coming back though. Get ready for the Declaration of Independence to be smacking you in the face once again. <laughs> the Beast, yeah. <laughs> the Questing Beast. The right, entire yeah. U.S. Constitution printed on a magic card. Let the Plus the including articles. the Bill of Rights. Yeah, including the Bill of Rights, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All uh, right, so that's standard. Um, historic, two cards, Wilderness Wreck to Fairy Time Raveler. Uh, I, I don't feel like that's a surprise. I think what is surprising to me is Muxus didn't get the axe at the same time. Muxus rides free. <laughs> oh, that's, my That's Lord. shocking to me. Uh, Ricky, what are your thoughts on Muxus being allowed to run wild in the impact zone? So the Kethis deck is a little bit better than the Muxus deck because they get to play Teferi and turn off your turn three Muxus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they can't do that now. Teferi's gone. Like, Wilderness Wreck can't, like, untap and, like, Magma Quake me or anything stupid. Like, uh, uh, it's Muxus's turn, once again, to destroy the format even further. How do you pluralize Muxus? Muxi. Thank you. But, uh, are we getting ready to talk about these Pioneer changes? Yeah, real fast before we move off standard and historic, though. Uh, I couldn't really see the outcome of it, but as you guys see, uh, uh, because of the Star City qualifiers today, their cards just got banned mid-tournament. That's like that meme we were seeing on Reddit a while ago where it's like the the 100 years of magic, whatever, and it's like, uh uh-oh, the alarm sounds, MTG bot does it again. Yeah, Hasbro bot did it again. Hasbro I mean, like, I I tried to find the resolution to that, but as yeah. far as I know, like, I I don't know what happened after the event during the event, right? But I just see people because the patch went live during between round three and four of I think the first qualifier of the day. I just like to like, I mean, like, I love these bands. These bands, I'm happy with. But uh, can we uh, can we not play so loose, boys? Like. Not only are you not going to announce that there's going to be a band change, but then you're just going to go active in 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah, there should, there should like, usually they, they're like on Friday or like Thursday, right? Right. Whenever... If, if you announce that today with no warning and you go, this change happens on Friday, everybody can go, all right, we're going to delay right. these events till after yep. the patch hits. Yep. 
like, you know, play all the cards you want to play this week. You can like, you can really sell like a bunch of involvement, especially on MTGO and with the SCG events and stuff. You can really sell a lot of involvement of people getting to play their banned cards one last time. Mm-hmm. And then today it was like, you're not going to tell me prehand that like, we're going to get bans at all. And then you're just going to like immediately, like literally 30 minutes later, patch arena. Yeah. They, they put a Twitter poll out. I think, uh, was a Forsyth did after the fact he said, was this good? Was this good for you? Like it was for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's he, what just he, had, asked. he just had, the, he just had the cojones to be like, did you guys hey. like this? And I don't know. At least, at least he gave us cab fare. Yeah. Oh, I was about to gosh. say, I don't know how many Twitter bots he paid to vote in that poll, but a ton of people were like, yeah. And I was like, do you not see the consequences again? Like the way Ricky said, it's the way to do it. Like if you just want to make an announcement, Hey, great. Because again, like, okay, cool. Like now you've got these events where I can play my cards one last time, mostly online line but still but just going yeah this ban happens in 30 minutes is kind of a joke right i mean like it's almost laughable and again i i like the bands i think we're gonna deep dive into how excited we are about them we essentially asked for them so i mean i just but i agree i think that was absolutely ludicrous i cannot yeah i i yeah i'm also definitely down for um no announcement right um but I also think like maybe we could go back to like a monthly schedule or just something, right? So there is that anticipation of it happening, mm-hmm. or at the very least, right? Like, bet to let me know, hey, you have like a day, or even to like Thursday or Friday for them to take effect. Like that, that them happening right then and there is probably the the hard part. Or if you're going to give me the week announcement, like we said, like give me a little preamble to what's going to actually happen. This mm-hmm. is this is uh, I've seen Hamilton. Yes, and this is some Reynolds pamphlet stuff right here, right? Like this is, <laughs> this is like uh, Channel Fireball found out about the banning, and they were gonna dump all of their teferis to everybody. <laughs> and then Aaron Forsyth was the hero, and he was like, "No, you're not, because the announcement's going live now, right?" That's, that's like great. that's the only explanation I would accept. Tinfoil hat theory: They did have a, a miss title initially, and as you can see, the URL still says it's the August eighth BNR announcement. I'm out of tinfoil actually guys do you guys have any extra no I'm out as well I'm not sharing my tinfoil you're right we're gonna need it uh, for when uh, all the all the twitter polls read our brains and they find out how to make the perfect magic set you know that's why he's a tiktok so uh, I guess yeah Teferi's also banned in brawl whatever alright so pioneer the big shake up right the one that matters to us inverter of truth banned Walking Ballista, sorry, but banned too. Kept this combo, preemptive banned. Underworld Breach, get out of here. Teferi so and Uro get to slide for we'll see how long. Uh, but what I'm a little slide? worried we'll talk about that. Well, uh, I, I'm worried, right? Um, and we can we can go card by card here. But as you, per usual, let's for people who haven't read the announcement, let me, let me read the, the Pioneer preamble here. Uh, with the last banner shipping list update, we chose to unban Oath of Nissa and Pioneer. This wasn't intended to be a major update to the front or an alternative to other changes, but rather what we viewed as a relatively safe unban in context of the metagame that was looking healthy by many metrics. Much community discussion followed that update, prompting us to take further look as a need for change in Pioneer. Ooh, there was a lot of community discussion, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may or may not have been part of that. <laughs> Although we continue to see many different decks have success in Pioneer and no decks with problematic win rates against the field, we do see that combo decks as a group make up a large portion of the competitive metagame. We've heard feedback that the frequency of, at which one finds themselves facing an opponent opposing combo deck restricts deck building options and can make play experiences unenjoyable. While win rate data may not point to the change being needed, a different, more important set of data does player participation. <laughs> so it looks like, you know, when we can't fire challenges or preliminaries and people aren't giving us those those dairy dollars, mm-hmm. oh, maybe we got a problem. That's when the sirens start going off, right? Mm-hmm. Those dairy While dollars are important. While the that's, even... that's a slight to us, honestly. We can go into it more later, but it's a little bit like, oh, the data didn't show it. It's like, I, I mean, I don't know who your analyst was, but our data was showing it for a while, you know? I I agree with that. We've talked about that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, while the reduction tabletop numbers due to the need for social distancing shortly after Pioneer's launch earlier this year is certainly a factor, we've seen a decline in Pioneer players on Magic Online throughout the course of the year, specifically the last, like, two months. Uh, it's clear that many players who have been or could be interested in Pioneer are ready for a change, 
Ultimately, how much fun players are having with the environment is the most important driving force behind BNR updates. And so we're choosing to ban four cards to shake things up and push the competitive metagame away from combo decks. Um, and let's see here. These bans are primarily aimed at disrupting Inverter of Truth decks, Underworld Breach decks, the Heliod Sun Crown, plus Walking Ballista combo, and Kepis the Hidden Hand combo decks. While decks are already problematic, it would become more so if other top decks were weakened. Kepis decks are currently among the top 5-0 trophy winners in Magic Pioneer Leagues, despite being a modest portion of the field, which is really surprising because really those decks have been around essentially, what, a week because of Oath of Nyssa, really? Mm. And this, again, goes back to we don't get to see a full breakdown of how many decks are in leagues anymore. We just get to see one version of the deck in their sort of league breakdown, right? right. Therefore, we've chosen to ban Inverter, Truth, Underworld, Breach, Walking Bliss, and Kethis, the Hidden Hand, and Pioneer. Our intent is dramatically reduce instances where players risk losing to a combo, killing them while tapping out in early to mid-game. This should open up the field to more traditional mid-range and control decks and put less pressure on aggressive decks to also focus on hand disruption and counter spells. We did consider several other alternatives aimed at these same decks. Thassa's Oracle was the one that we discussed as a lighter touch for weakening Inverter and Breach decks. However, Inverter decks are incapable of winning with Jason Mysteries alone, and it isn't clear that Thassa's Oracle ban will be enough to push Inverter decks out of the competitive metagame. Again, a point that we sort of touched on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, next, even though Thassa's Oracle has often been a win condition of choice for Underworld Breach decks, once the deck's core engine has combo is running, it can win in many ways some recent versions of Underworld Breach deck even forego Thassa's Oracle entirely. The the cards were chosen uh, are the set that gave us the most confidence in creating a significant shift in the metagame. Well, you did that. <laughs> we understand this represents a large change to the Pioneer environment, and frankly, that's the intent. While we're the past the, f- the phase of frequently updates to Pioneer, we're still in a period where changes are necessary to help shape the format in its initial launch year. We want to ensure that Pioneer can deliver an enjoyable play experience to those who are looking for an accessible, non-rotating format that's closer to standard and power level and offers a variety of archetypes and decks to choose from. We're dedicated to actively supporting Pioneer and continue to incorporate both data and community feedback. And I think that is a very important line. I think there are some very key lines to point out here. Uh, so where do you guys want to start, though? Do you want to talk about this this little breakdown they're talking about here, or do you want to just go over the bands and come back to this? Yeah, let's talk about, our, let's talk about your feelings on it. I mean... Yeah, I mean, so obviously, right, like, I feel great when I see them talk about, hey, you know, they realize finally player participation is another number to be looking at, right? Um, and I do like that they're at least saying they're going to have more, take more input from community feedback. I know some of the, uh, what I guess the term, since they called themselves that in that one event, right, the paper boomers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I saw some long-standing pro players have issue with taking community feedback into account. But at the end of the day, it is a game. And, you know, as much as we love competitive magic and like to see it flourish, right, um, your average player isn't in that competitive pro tour scene. So if they aren't having fun, the game's not going to live. Right. And I, mean, I think that's really I think that's really important here. Um, I think one thing that's missed out of here, and they touch on a little bit, is this was the perfect chance to finally give us a clear breakdown of what they want the format to be. Sure. Yeah. Again, I think that, um, you know, this is a format that gave a lot of people hope. Right. And Mm -hmm. again, I, I think that it's, you know, this certainly can be a competitive format. I don't think it's fair to, but again, I think, I think that a lot more about the game because they've taken so many design changes, like it's, it's not what it used to be. You know, again, there's mm-hmm. just so many different kinds of cards and they design cards that you know, people were saying, hey, Walking Ballista is bad card design. We, we heard that, right? Yeah. Um, just because, again, it gave, it gave me a lot of problems when it was first printed because it was, it was hard to, to get around. So um, ultimately, I'm super excited about this. It gives me faith that they, they are listening and that, hey, if you hit them where it hurts, again, don't just stop playing the format when it's not good, challenges aren't firing, whatever firing, that's where it's going to hit them, right? They're going to think they're mm-hmm. doing the best job ever all day because who wouldn't, right? It's very hard to be self-critical. But when you start showing, eh, you know, people stop playing the format because it stops being fun to them, then they're going to listen. So, you yeah. know, hey, I think they definitely got went a little bit heavy on the, the hating of combo, but this is what we asked for. I'm, I'm happy and I'm excited to see what happens. And that's that's the thing I like. I was trying to break down and harp on the people who were like, "Oh, Pioneer's more diverse than you realize." And yeah, like if you're in the practice tournament, practice queues, the for fun queues, right? People are playing a lot, but people when they're in the competitive queues, the league queues, they want they're playing to win, and so they're going to play inverter. They're going to play these combo decks. So 
you know, I I think there is you can't have a format exist as being sort of gatekept by these higher powered combo decks while everyone just sort of plays what they want and then just pretends the competitive scene doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Ricky, you were saying something? Oh, like I feel like they just they like gutted everything. Mm-hmm. They literally just like what are the best three decks? Kill all of them and like heck it, get Kethis out of here too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they really just sort of came out and were just like, uh, "We've decided today that we don't want these cards in in Pioneer. We're not a combo format, apparently." Mm-hmm. Which is I, fine. I think... Like, I think that they were they were the most heavy handed, and like, I think I feel like we deserve it as a community, right? Them being this heavy handed because like we did not like as a community like. I mean, we were loud, and that's important, but, like, we didn't give them time, I guess. I don't know. It's really interesting. I, I wanted some things poked at and tweaked down a bit. I didn't think they would just literally kill every good deck in the format and let us start again, which is interesting. It's an interesting take. It's a very, very, very Yu-Gi-Oh take. Mm-hmm. It might not be a bad thing. Yu-Gi-Oh is a great game that does well, but, like, it's just a, like... Start over then, like knock over all the Lego towers and <laughs> rebuild it. Here's your thought thesis. Have fun. Figure it out. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, I I'm like I'm fine with pi- like combo against the pioneer. Like, you know, Lotus Field's gonna be a thing after this, and I think Unreal Breach is what pushed it over the top, right? When it was just this weird twiddle deck that made big mana into a big expansion explosion or an Ugin. That's fine, right? Um, I think Thassa's Oracle kind of push inverter a little bit to the top. Jace, I think you banning one of those cards, right? I'm fine with the deck existing in the format. I don't mind combo existing, but they felt too egregious. And I think like uh, Kephas, you know, maybe an overstep, but again, Kephas feels like, you know, without these other two combo decks there to sort of police it right, it was just going to be another case of these other two decks. Um, and I was also kind of fine with mono white existing for a little while just to see sort of what happens. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think, again, that combo is a little more interactable than the other ones. Right. Um, same thing with Kethis, right? Um, but I, I, I know even when Kethis was played initially, like, it was still solid. But Kethis was a, a deck I, I felt like I didn't really see too often, even before the initial Oath of Nissa ban. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I definitely think that one really caught people by surprise a lot as well. Um, I don't know. Like, I think... I'm sad to see Inverter of Truth as much as we harped on it go away. I wanted to see some vestige of that deck stay around. Underworld Breach is a card we've agreed with for the longest, the longest time now. Um, part of me, I'm glad to see them take out Walking Ballista instead of Heliod, right? Because I think Ballista, no matter what happens, is just going to be a, a problem sort of always, whether it be a big mana deck or something else breaks it down the line, right? Mm-hmm. Heliod, you know, I feel bad for people that are playing like hardened scales just aren't like super abusing walking ballista, but you know, it's one of those things where you just sort of get caught in the crossfire and sorry about you. It is nice as possible. Um, but I'm glad that we didn't see Heliod be banned only to see walking ballista get banned like however many months or to like a year later. Right, right, right. But but definitely axed everything, which was like in the whole again. I do I a hundred percent agree with it? No, but am I just excited that like hey, according to them, they didn't see the rates, so they finally decided to do something about it. Yeah, and I, I again, I think Ricky has a good take where it's like this is kind of what you know. I, I'm fine with this. Like I'm not going to complain because it feels like we deserve this because they you know we were very loud, right? We we kind yeah. of we put out a whole document on how upset we were and how you know they're yeah the rates weren't as crazy now, but you know. Inverter's been dominant for months, and when it was live, it was all over the top eights. Whether or not it was online, people were playing this format plenty for fun. So, you know, I, I think you have to consider that. Um, but at the same time, again, I am a little surprised at the walking ballista, mostly because, like, I don't think that that was going to necessarily stay the top deck, given I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of matchups it has against some of the Uro type strategies and some of the other strategies out there, maybe it's still really good because obviously white has great graveyard hate. And so again, if you're going to lay some of those decks in, it's, you know, it's there because again, you definitely, you definitely hit scales pretty hard with that. Um, 
and maybe some other artifact strategies. But again, I, it's it's hard to complain too much given that we we got what we asked for ultimately. You know, I, I am super excited and happy where things go. And I'm sorry, like, if my voice isn't reflecting that. No, it is. Like, as, as we're discussing this, right, like – I'm definitely like more in thought now of just sort of what's going to happen with the format as well. Mm-hmm. So this is something I'm definitely excited about and something needed to happen. I really wish the the first line of the Pioneer portion started with "We're sorry." Right. That's uh, never right. going to happen. Right. Yeah, I know, but I can dream. Yeah. Um, I so I guess you know now that Inverter Truth is gone, we have to ask for a different card for a Pioneer Master spoiler if that happens. Uh, what do you guys want? You know, like Thoughtseize? Yeah. For what? Our spoiler. You know, if we if, if we if we can request the Pioneer Master spoiler. Oh no, I still want to request Inverter of Truth. <laughs> oh, you still want Inverter of Truth? Sure. I think that yeah. would be funny as well still. Yeah. Uh or like or Thassa's Oracle. Sure. Uh but yeah, no, like, like they've already printed the set. They can't reprint Thassa's Oracle when it's in standard, right? Uh, yeah, they can. can why they? not? Okay. How many copies of Colossal Dreadmaw are there? <laughs> I don't know. More. There's more. more copies of that new Teferi than there are of, uh, was it Naturalized now? Oh my gosh. Oh wow. The, the seven art Teferi. Yeah. The it's 80 like 14. million art Teferi. Yeah. It's, it, there are more copies of that Teferi than years that we've played Magic combined, and that's <laughs> yeah. like millennia. Many a thousands, yeah. Oh well, my you're, god. You're exactly right. Yeah, I, I, again, I didn't like in the article, like the, the data didn't reflect it based on what I was talking about a minute ago. I, I feel like that was a little bit like, uh, and I get it. They're trying to defend themselves. It's a lawyery thing to do, but it did yeah. feel a little bit like, uh, again, there was no like, hey, like, you know, we're sorry because like, you know, it's been months we've been asking for this and they never were like, we apologize. It was definitely more of a, well, we're right, but you guys complain so much. Okay. You know, and, and no, I didn't like that I, yeah. take on it at all. I thought that was like, again, a way to be like, well, again, if you ask a lot of people, you know, it's been there with the live tournament results, the other results. It's just like, right. you have any thoughts on that? No, I, I, I mean, I agree. Um, I definitely feels like the pioneer portion, especially is a lot of like, you guys asked for it. So here it is versus mm-hmm. uh, the data not being there. And it, you know, I get it. Like you said, um, to me, that definitely feels like a face save move of like, Oh, look, we're listening to you guys. We're doing what you guys want us to do. Right. So, right. you know, we'll see. Uh, it's really going to depend on how readily open they are to listening to us, our community input. Again, I would like to see some sort of uh, official, like, community guide to the format versus just, like, are there enough people complaining about on Twitter and Reddit about it? Right. Right. I don't know. It's really interesting. The, the, the bands are definitely going to shake everything up. Like, if their goal is to shake up Pioneer and make it an interesting format again, you did it. Like, it right. is now an interesting format. It is now a wide-open format. It is going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. I think, uh, you know, I played this, like, Chandra Tribal deck this weekend at the <laughs> webcam event. And, like, I think the deck is going to be good. Like, I legitimately think, like, the big red decks are going to be good again. And uh, Against honestly, the field of, like, Soltai Delirium, which still has all its cards and all that stuff? Yeah, Soltai Delirium is fine, too. Like, okay. I can kill the Jace. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't I, know. Like, the, I, I think that I'm there's going to be a I'm lot of good decks. Glorybringer. Like, Glorybringer is a great card. Like, sure, I, I memed up a little bit with all the Chandras and stuff like that, but I do feel like there's, you know, you can just play Big Red, like, for Torch of Defiance and, like, just for Bone Crusher, for Glorybringer, for uh, just insert burn cards that are good. I'll tell you what card did work for me this weekend when I was playing that I had slots for because again, one thing we didn't talk about right with these bands, you're you're freeing up like almost six slots in sideboards now. Right. You're at least freeing up two to three because of just uh dampening sphere alone. Mm-hmm. Also, guys, uh, a big 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 push here, right? Thought seasons are fifteen dollars. Pre order yes. right now for double yeah. masters. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about they, that last week or no? They, we, I they don't know if we did or not. Ain't gonna get cheaper. No. Uh, well, you could have gotten cheaper like I did, but they sold out on Card Kingdom and they relisted. Right again, I, Card I, Kingdom. I if you're, Card Kingdom, if you're listening, hey, hit us up. Sp- hit us up right. Uh, very, very good website. Very good website. I love them. Um, Only a good website if they pay us, though. Right. Better if they pay us for sure. Better if they pay us. But uh, get your thought seasons now. Like it's like if you want. For like, keep the red box and the black 
the black the mono box. black box. The mono black box. Look, I someone else like hit me up on Twitter is like, oh man, mono blacks probably still be good. I'm like, like I said, like I've said for a long time, if you just want to buy into one deck in Pioneer, mono black is probably. I'm gonna say probably because again, we could be wrong and like something right. horrible goes wrong and Thoughtseize gets banned. But that deck feels pretty ban proof and is going to just be like. A pillar of the format forever, I think. Like, I'm pretty sure you could just have four Thoughtseize, four Fatal Push, four Castle Lockthwain, and no deck will ever be bad. Sure. Like, it, it, just, that leads, I think, to an interesting question, which is, like, are, are there... Because now, you know, you no longer really, as of right now, you don't have to really fear, like, a six to eight Thoughtseize deck, right? Like, your Soul Tide Delirium, I think, is going to come back because you've got Uro and you've got Thoughtseize. So, like, you just combine the most powerful cards in the format uh, you know, uh, Grow Spiral didn't get a ban in Pioneer, right? So they didn't I, need one. So I think that uh, I hear you, but I'm just saying I I I think that you wonder. It's like, well, now that you don't have to fear that, are there strategies that are so good? You're still going to have thought seasons, so you can't go like all in on these crazy five card combos or anything. But, I like, mean, we, do you have more leeway? Well, I mean, like Espriorian is still a thing, right? Um, we haven't talked about like what happens because Teferi and Uro are still there, so we can go there here in a second. But like. Um, Espriorian still a deck, and they can bring in the Thought Erasure. Like, they're playing a mainboarding Thought Erasures, like, uh, inverted it at some points in time, mm-hmm. but uh, they can easily board into them. Sure, sure. Um, do you feel like, do we think White's still gonna stay around? I mean, that's the big question. I kind of said earlier, but I kind of want to know. Like, I kind of want to do some, like, a little live theory crafting here. Is like, what do you think? If you guys had to bet, like, what. What deck are you taking in blind to a tournament this weekend, right? You don't uh, see any other betting What are you aggro. showing up to a yeah, big tournament? I, I'm taking mono black aggro um, because I'm still worried about um, the because the two decks I'm worried about really going into this mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, um, five color Nivdalite, right? Because that has Teferi and Uro, and I still think like those should be on the watch list somewhere mm-hmm. um, because I'm so worried that like, hey, we have mid range, but like. If every mid-range goes into blue-green X because of Uro, that's kind of sucky. Um, I'm worried about that deck. I'm worried about, like, Soul Tide Delirium, and maybe we see, like, Fires of Invention come back. Honestly, that's a that's a deck we haven't thought about in a while. Yeah. Like like Fires Yorian? Yeah. And there's some, there's some sick Transmogify decks. I'd just still like to say, the Transmogify deck is sick. Transmogrify the Winota deck, right? Like, there's still a lot of, like, interesting stuff to play. But, like, I think going into this weekend, I'm worried about, like, just a pure Teferi deck that's either, like, Esper or Fires, or I'm worried about, like, five-color Niv. I think I'm pretty interested in trying the Fires strategy. What well, It's not getting hitted out. And um, maybe, maybe even just a different version of... Um, because, like, nobody's going to be prepared for it. Uh, the, I guess it can't be called Underworld Breach anymore, um, the Lotus Field deck. Sure. Just something yeah, Lotus, like that deck Lotus was fine Storm. before that. Yeah, Lotus Storm seems fine. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 again, I think it's still reasonable. So, I, again, I still think Mono Black is probably the safest. Um, I, I like that idea a lot. But, again, like, if I was going to get spicy, um, I would be I would be looking to prey on the Mono Black deck because I think that's what other people are going to show up with. So, like, sure, I would find, totally again, fine. I don't know what that deck is. But I would do whatever testing I could to find out what beats Mono Black or what's decent against Mono Black. Um, and again, I think, and I don't know if this is the case, because again, Thoughtseize is one hell of a card. But I really want to try blue-white spirits or blue-red uh, spells, where you get yeah. your Stormwing oh, Entities. And I, that's, I've got that, the cards for blue-red like, spells. I'm ready to go, Chris. Dude, blue-red spells in Soul, those are two decks that I think could just come back in this format again, which I'm excited about. Um, I think like, you know, again, those two decks coming back, I think are super interesting. Um, the fourth, I, I think even like, mono green, cause I think like yeah. mono green has to worry less about the fatal pushes because a lot of your stuff, um, doesn't die to the first half and yeah. you know, it, most of it dies to the second half to be fair, but Hey, you know, if you're that worried about it, you can run some blossoming defenses or you can run some heroic interventions. Like sure. there's things you can do and your creatures are just bigger. Right. So like, yeah. I think mono green is an interesting deck to play. I think anybody who invested in it before, you know, I think you're going to want to whip it back out if you went away from it. I'll tell you what, though, you mentioned blue eyed spirits. We played it on the stream on Sunday before I ran into some power outage issues. Um, I think that's a really 
I, 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 you know, I could be wrong. I was wrong about the deck playing Shacklegeist, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the transition away from Collected Company actually helped the deck out a lot. I think more in the fact of Lofty Denial, right, as I, opposed yeah. to Shacklegeist. That's it. Um, you know, I think the Blue Eyes first deck is solid, and you know, I think going Coco is nice because it took out like a lot of the cost of the deck. You don't have to buy all your blue green, your blue green lands anymore. You don't have to buy the Collected Company. The rest of the deck is like dirt cheap. I mean. I think it's like a hundred and something dollars in paper and then like thirty dollars in magic online tickets. Yeah. And and now you're a true tempo deck. You get to play a form yeah. of a mana leak, essentially. So like you get to be disrupted. It reminds me of old Delver. Like when Delver was yeah. in standard, it reminds me of some of those style of decks. And I and I loved that. So like And I man. think like the uh the Shackle Guys is gonna be better in a mid range format. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's gonna be a little better. I, I boarded out like one or two a lot. Um but it was fine. I wasn't super excited with the card. Like, Neville Gas Herald still felt better. But if that's a deck you're interested in, pick it up, jam it. I love the deck a lot. Honestly, like, it made me think about picking up my own Spirits cards again. So, yeah, value value there. Yep. All right, what's next on the docket? I mean, lastly, like, are you guys worried about, like, are there cards you're worried about going forward now? Uh, what's on the watch list, kind of, you mean? Yeah. I want to hear Ricky's take on this. On the watch list? Yeah. Um, I don't think we really need to have much on the watch list. Um, probably, like, I mean, you can put Oro on the watch list if you want to. The card's really powerful. Like, what needs to be banned now? Like, nothing. Can you think of a card that needs to be banned? I Like I said, I, I am all for putting Teferi and Oro on the watch list. Um, and that's just because I just don't want the part to just congeal into Oro X midrange decks. I hear that, but, like, I don't know. I think that, like, the... I think the format is wide open right now, like especially with the bands today. Like, sure. Like, like Demir Rogues is playable now. Yeah, no, no. Like I said, I am super into just like, like I said, even in our own Discord, like when we start the weekly stuff, we're not gonna, I'm gonna take the house ban of Teferi off and we're just gonna let it slot, ride it to see sort of what happens. And if we feel there is a need to step in and make adjustments for our, our little community setting, then we could do that. Like that's in our, our realm and right to do, right? Um, just, you know, but we're definitely going to take our time to see sort of what develops. Um, I'm super excited to see what goes forward. I still think that in my personal watch list, Uro and Teferi are definitely on there and we just have to sort of see what happens. And that's just for a, think of like a Smuggler's Copter, wherever you're going to like start with four of Smuggler's Copter. If every mid-range deck is just four of Uro, maybe we got to do something. Yeah. But I, like, I think, cause I think your point is like, what's on the watch list is not stuff that like you want to get banned. Cause we have no idea, but it's stuff that you're looking at, right? Like stuff that mm-hmm. if it starts showing up, you're not going to be surprised and you're going to be more quick to go, Oh, this is probably an issue because you were kind of looking at it beforehand. And I think my answer is probably green cards. Always green cards. The entire green cards. Wilderness, Le- Re- Wilderness Reclamation, um, I think has some potential still with just, you know, either expansion explosion type stuff, um, or uh, some of the like the new combo that you can do. It's a dumb combo, but it's still there. Um, or just in general, like some kind of like fog type deck, um, I think could Look, do it. You just because it's a very powerful card for, to get a lot of mana. Do you know what it's time for, Chris? What's it time for? It's time for us to finally take pen to paper and build our our Splinter Twin blue green deck. Yes, something something like that. Yeah, for real. That or again, like kind of the fog version I was working on before, where I think it benefits greatly from getting that that bonus mana. You know. Um, yeah. So I still can't something they like banned that. Kethis. I was like super hype after playing Kethis in Historic this weekend. Like deck is great. Like it felt so much fun when when you go off and your friends are watching. It really just looks like you're bullying your opponent. Uh, <laughs> It's a uh, interesting deck with a lot of, lot of, lot of lines that are hard to see, but uh, and they just sort of like, uh, we don't want people whining again. It feel it felt like a whiner like ban. It felt like everyone's just whined so much about this format that we're just gonna not even give it a chance and ban this now. You know that was this whole ban list. <laughs> I think Emma had to delete every deck in her pioneer in her like historic shelf and arena. She tweeted out a picture of just, like, eight decks of just, like, these have banned cards because they're all, like, to get this variance. Yeah, like, uh, Teferi is, like, a really good extender in in, uh, in Kethis in mm-hmm. Historic. So, like, even in Historic, there's going to have to be a new build because, like, Teferi was, like, you cast Teferi from your yard, you used him to bounce your Opal, or not your Opal, but your Amber, 
and mm. like recast Amber, get more mana, draw an extra card. It was just it also like lets you just stop other decks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, real interesting with that gone too, so who knows? Not even just the bullying aspect, but I will say, watching this weekend playing Kethis and like talking lines with you was like this was another reminder. Just like, man, Ricky's such a good Magic player. Oh, <laughs> and and uh, he's not just saying that here. He said that to me. This man has love for you, and I was I thought it was super great. I was very encouraging of this this love Aww. moment. He was very respectful. He said it to me also. So, uh, yeah, much much love there. And to be fair, I've been playing a good amount of Historic uh, with Ruckman watching me. No comments on my play. That's all I'm gonna say. No comments over <laughs> well, here about how but good because I, am. I was raining at the same time we were playing, <laughs> um, and the stuff I would compliment you on, I don't want to reinforce the bad cards that you're playing in your deck. Oh, Ricky, enough. this man is play, is main boarding unsummoned. What kind of win rate do you think we have in historic? In mono blue, in mono blue, you're you're one of the unsummoned people. I have one unsummoned in the deck. One, do I think it's like one or two summons, one or tickets? two selective snares. What? Are you living in Mythic Ticket poverty? No, I have Mythic Tickets. Oh, yeah, he's also playing Selective Snare. I have three Brazen Borrowers, Ricky. I'm not some plebeian on the streets. Selective Snare, I see better than Unsummon. I, I may do more of that, because if you guys that have me letting for it, it's been bounces fine. a million it's been a totally goblins, right? Like you can, I, Unsummon has saved my yeah. own guys sometimes. Yeah. Like, you can just bounce a million goblins, and that's fine? That's what I've been doing, yeah. Yeah, I think that card's way better than Or Unsummon, sometimes, right? like, humans when it's uh, weirdly relevant, or, uh, you know, just you never know what kind of cards we're like, oh, they'll share a creature he, type. He, he didn't want the Aether Gusts. Okay, no. like, I I died in the open because I drew both my Aether Gusts against a mono white deck. All right, sure, okay. Best right, of right. one is just. But, but, at least, but at least we can say the Unsummon's a little weird. The Unsummon's a little weird. Um, well, I'll okay. tell you what, you can't argue with this win rate. I, I've gone from. Uh, uh, bronze because I've never played a Stork before to well, I'm one win away from gold in 24 hours or since I really started playing. I started playing like uh, I played a little bit the other day and a little bit tonight. We're already there. Well, I won't argue results. We started from the bottom. Now we're here. We are main boarding Mystical Dispute. And that I, I've been, done that uh, before. It was pretty hot sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been working out for me. There's a lot of like random uh, shrines decks and random control decks out there. So, all, all right, right. So, we want to keep this episode shorter since we're trying to get it out. Yeah. Uh, any any closing thoughts on the bands? Any format? Obviously, again, super excited. Pioneer's really up in the air. Don't know where it's going to land. I have some ideas, and we'll see what happens with that. No, I, I wholeheartedly uh, approve. Again, there's some. I, I don't necessarily. 100% back all of the bands like I would have done them, but I am totally fine with them because, hey, we got what we wanted and it's a new format, so let's go. Print Grave Troll, ban it, and then unban <laughs> it in Pioneer. And then pl- print Splinter Twin. Next level. You know what? I'd take a Stinkweed Imp. I don't even need the Grave Troll, please. Golgari Thug, please. I'll dredge four. I don't care. I want to dredge cards, please, wizards. Are you there, wizards? It's me, Ricky. I, I should have I should have started up top with this. But, like, as soon as this ban list came out, I saw so many posts of just, like, I'm going to actually play Pioneer now. So, yay! <laughs> Woo! We did it, Interwebs. We did it. All right. Chris, hit us with that theme music. Does it slap? All right. We have a deck from uh, a, a sort of more recent Discord user in Servo Token. Uh, I want to point out that someone we may have talked about, we definitely have talked about in the past because when we were first sort of starting our MTGO stuff, uh, they do wonderful write us of budget deck lists over on Reddit every week. Or not every week, but they were very highly... Whenever they uh, feel like it, all right? Nobody yeah, demands sure, things sure. from Servo Token, okay? Sure. Servo Token does you know, they want. They, they, they do some great budget talks. They've been really awesome in the in the Discord, so we're happy to see a doesn't slap submission from them. Uh, Ricky, do you want to tell us about this deck since you're the one that wanted to that you're the one that picked it out? So this is a uh, cycling deck, but not your not your average everyday aggro cycling deck. Like we ain't trying to jam hollow ones, right? Uh, yeah. We out here on some new perspectives. Uh, new perspectives is a six mana enchantment. But when it comes to play, you draw three cards, and as long as you have seven or more cards in your hand, you can pay zero rather than pay cycling costs. So that's really big. Uh, it lets you just cycle for free. All your cards just cycle, 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 cycle away. Mm-hmm. And you are going to eventually uh, draw your whole deck and win with a Jace, Wielder of Mysteries, uh, or Thassa's Oracle, uh, which we can tutor up with uh, Fae of Wishes 
we can use Shadow of the Grave to put all the cards that we've cycled this turn back into our hand for two mana. So there's just a lot, a lot, a lot that we can be doing in this deck. And uh, I think it's an exciting card, or an exciting deck. Yeah. Um, just right off the bat here, I'm going to look at this deck, and I also like that he has a Zenith Flare second plan. Mm-hmm. He's playing Migration Path, which is good. Um, but we're playing Vizier of Tumbling Sands, and he's got four Lotus Field in the deck, which is a great combo. Uh, but there is also, I believe, there's a three-mana ramp spell. Um, might be from Amonkhet, but it's an Enchant Land. And the Enchanted oh, Land... Uh, Gifts of Paradise? Is it New, New Horizons? It's either New Horizons or... It's not Gifts of Paradise, but that's one that gains you life. It's three-mana and Enchants a Land, but it has Cycling, which is important. Mm-hmm. It's not Weirding Wood either. That one investigates. But, like, uh, it's the three-mana enchantment that makes your land ramp and land it ramp. cycles. And I think that card is very, very, very good when we're playing cards like Vizier of Tumbling Sands because it lets us untap a land that could tap for more than one color. Um, and it also can just cycle away. We're playing instead eight of the Cycling Crystals, mm-hmm. which are definitely cards that cycle. But... Uh, I'm not sure we really... I, I understand that we want to ramp into our new perspectives because it costs six mana, but I don't think we want to be doing it with the crystals because they don't combo as well as the uh, as the New Horizons-esque land. I, what is that card called? Um, That's such a We can edit stuff out. You, keep talking. Keep talking. I'll, I'll, right, I'll right, find right. it. Um, that, that's what I would change. As I just see these eight crystals as sort of weak cards in, in, the, uh, in the deck here. So uh, I like to try or like abuse that because like my concern uh, is actually like getting all our mana out like that we need right like casting a new perspectives um, and then still having the mana to combo like we want to. So once you get your new perspectives in play, yeah. all your cycling is free. Right, I understand that, but it's still six mana. Right, right, but we can ramp to that. We've got like uh, migration path as as I said. Like once we cast that, we have six mana next turn. Um, the three mana enchantment, we can play four of that. It doesn't have cycling, though. There's one that cycles. Is it an hour or is it an almond cat? It might be an hour. Okay, I'm going to hour. Keep talking. Um, but uh, it's... I just don't like these crystals as much. I think there's other ways we can ramp and keep the cycling. Even if we go to like just four migration paths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilt is very good. Soldiering Suns is very good. We also have this uh, Draneth Healer, Draneth Stinger plan to keep us alive. Yeah. Um, I like Fae of Wishes as a one of, and of course, one of Thassa's Oracle. We want to keep our non-cycling cards to a minimum. Right. Um, but you, it's so easy to find your combo in this with new perspectives. Um, we've got Shadow of the Grave also extends our combo. I would also like to see two Teferi's Ageless Ascetic uh, because that card helps us go off faster. It's a four mana enchantment that says, if you would draw a card, draw two instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that seems good. I, I like that because again, my one concern is uh, new perspective draws us three cards. But other than that, like we, I don't see a way to net cards. So, uh, like, Shadow of the Grave. Okay, I see what you're saying. So like, if we that you say, oh, but you have to have cycled them because my thing is like, right. what if we need to cast like a couple spells? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, that's really tight. Uh, like, we I, have to like we have to rely on only casting one or two spells the entire game uh, because we're obviously we're going to play lands of return. You know, right. I also like Hieroglyphic Illumination somewhere in this deck. Yeah. It, I like that. Or, and Sensor. I like Sensor as a card I think we're not playing that we should be playing. Yeah. Finding room for them is a little tough. Okay, I found the card you were thinking of. Yeah? You were, you were combining two cards. Am I? New, new Perspectives is the land. Uh, the spell you were thinking of is Beneath the Sands, which is a Cultivate. Is, it's, uh, a, it's an abundant growth that cycles for three mana. Uh, beneath the sands. Um, there's also Chef at Monitor. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chef at Chef Monitor. At Monitor cycles and lets us get a desert into play from our deck. Mm-hmm. Or a basic land. Um, so that's another way we can ramp while cycling. Uh, like the importance of like having just a a mass of cycling cards in this deck is very important. And I do think we can get there with the Zenith Flare plan as well as the New Perspectives plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the the draw doubler. The only thing I like, I love everything else about this deck, even the sideboard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I find any problem with is these eight artifacts that we're playing that feel really, really, really clunky. 
I hear you. I, I, it definitely feels like, you know, we're only running 22 lands, so I'm sure that's a concession there. So, like, I, I like the idea because this mana is rough, right? This mana is, uh, you know, a solid, what, five colors? Red, green, white, blue, black. Um, I, I almost want to cut a color. I really do. Well, is, but we're also playing 22 lands. Like well, That's what I'm like, saying. We're going like to draw cards, like all our cards cycle. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. We're we're lower land count. Yeah, I, I could see it. I, I wouldn't mind a couple of the crystals again, just to like in, ensure you have ramp. Because again, we can only the thing is we can only cast so many spells. So maybe you are right. Again, my my main concern with this deck is we're very limited on the number of spells we can actually cast. Given that we're right. going to hope to play lands of return and actually have seven cards in hand to do perspectives. Well, if we play, if especially we play if we shuff it, if we play three shuffle monitor and uh three or two ageless insight. And then just like uh, three hieroglyphic illumination, I feel like this deck becomes a lot better. What do you think about moving like the ominous seas to the main? Ooh, I feel like that's too many plans. We've already got like our main plan okay. is new perspectives, and our side way, our side plan is the zenith flare. Okay, the thing sure. is, like you could eliminate a color from this deck if you did go that way, right? And that's like my thing is like, um, I. I would consider, again, I like this deck the way that it is, but I just if I was looking to ways to maybe improve it, again, just on first look, part of me wants to try and considering cutting a color. Um, and then the other part would be like, let's put like either some Jace or some Teferi or just a couple of those in there. I know they don't cycle, but just some want, way to net cards. Right. If you want to cut white, we can cut the Zenith Flares and the Dranith Healers, replace them with anything else that, mul- that cycles for one for the Dranith Healer. Right. And then we can cut white. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, then we become just a four color red? deck. You can't cut red. Because we need the Salting Suns? Like, you want to just go with, like, Sultai? Maybe. Or, like, Bant? Or, like, Bant? Yeah. Just because, yeah, again, like, there's, there's, um, we can still find a way to Wrath, I think. Or do something, some way to defend ourselves. That, just one thing I will look at. I don't want to spend forever talking about it exactly, because, again, it's hard to know having not played it. But my first instinct is to, like, try and get this down to four colors, if at all possible. Maybe it's not possible. Servo Token probably knows better than me. Um, but yeah, and then either like the crystals are maybe a little awkward and replace it with some card draw. Cause again, I am skeptical about how much we're going to be able to actually execute right. our plan. Right. Even though we draw three cards with the perspectives. What are you thinking, Brookman? Uh, I'm just trying to, I'm going back at uh, seeing, cause they had a little preamble to the deck. Um, yeah. I mean, there's nothing that I really like goes into. Uh, also, I think this is part of, this is another one of their sort of budget deck builds as well. So, like, part of card choice is probably in there. Uh, he tries to build, like, a $100 uh, real sort of budget. So, I don't know what the, the total budget on this was, right? So, uh, hopefully, could have maybe filled us that in. I think I, I all you, all the points you guys have said really cover sort of what I was thinking. I just think, like, it's maybe pulled in a little too few directions and... Uh, I hate to say this, but I think I would just go back and I like what this is trying to do, but I think if I want to play Lotus Field, I'm just going to go play like the old Twitter variant, Twiddle variant. Mm -hmm. Right. I do think that this deck uh, in Pioneer is going to, I think it's a really cool deck for sure. I think that New Perspective is cool. I'm also really hot on this right now because I've been playing Commander with Ian Mm -hmm. and like Ian bought the, the Cycling Commander deck. And he's been like upgrading it, yeah. And like his big thing that he goes for is he like tutors up new perspectives. And while he has one of his uh, draw doublers in play, whether it be Thought Reflection or Teferi's Ageless, or there's one other one that he plays, and then like you just start going, you just try to get through the whole deck and try to cast your Thoughts as Oracle. And so I've lost to it quite a few times. I've recently been losing a lot to new perspectives. So that's why I think this deck is sort of sweet. I do believe in it. Um, I think that we need to keep the red. We need to keep all the colors that we're, we're here for. Um, okay. And that cycling is really going to fix up like where we're, where we're going to have trouble. You know? I will say this deck got a lot better with the bannings now that it's not having to worry about sure, sure, sure. and stuff like that. Uh, I just think that the only thing we need to change is these artifacts. I think, as I said, we need a draw doubler and we can play Shuffet Monitor. Shuffet Monitor actually puts us positive for cards because it gets us a land and it draws us a card. So, uh, does Chef and Monitor cycle cycling on three though? Is that a little too rough, or cycling on four? No, because it like it like like as I said, it gets the land at instant speed and gets us a okay. It, it pushes us to six, right? It pushes us up sure. a turn. Sure. So I think it's fine. 
like we want three chef at monitors uh we want two draw doublers and we want like sensors or hieroglyphic illuminations for our last cards here sure makes sense and yeah, i makes think sense this deck is sweet 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 what do you guys think? I also think Great. we can move the Wilt to the board because we have a Fae of Wishes anyways. Sure. And that gives us like a room to play like one more uh, draw spell of some sort. Okay, sure. Are you ready to, uh, ready to give this ratings? It's rated. Um, uh, yes, somebody go first. I, I'm counting. All right, I am going to give this deck a uh, six out of the current eight artifacts that we're playing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this deck a, uh, I'm going to give this a, oh man, sometimes I'm trying to be clever here. It's a little hard. Uh, I have nothing funny to say because I'm still just so, so excited about the Pioneer ban list. I'm just going to give this a four out of six. Give this uh, a, a three out of the four cards that got banned today. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this deck a, a 22 out of the 33 current cycling cards in this deck. There we go. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me this week. Of course, you can find us uh, streaming over at Crew3MTG, uh, and we're going to hopefully start pushing out more YouTube again now that things are uh, starting to, to really shift for Pioneer. We say that a lot, uh, but hopefully this time we can we can make it happen, Captain. Uh, usually we're on the weekends, but uh, I have some birthdays on Saturdays, so expect me back on Sunday instead. Uh, probably no Saturday stream this week. Maybe maybe a makeup for it. We'll see. Uh, the current stream schedule is like Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, but that might change with X Mage and all that kind of stuff. So look out for the the stream schedule. Uh, you can find the official Crew Three Twitter account that I run at Crew Three Podcast. You can find Ricky over at at also Steve, and you can find Chris at it's underscore Christmas with no T. All right, and again, shout outs to Vey Vale. For being our new crew through champ. Yeah, look clap out. it up. Hey, look out hey, for the next, hey, next posting coming up soon. Again, it's going to be that uh, that first week of September. It's just got to decide between Saturday and Sunday. Um, and again, uh, golf claps for finally the, this ban list happening. Right? Can, I get, can I get a yes, golf please. clap? Mm-hmm. You can. You can. All right. And uh, man, guys, I we need to get together soon. I'm needing some Olive Garden. I, yeah. Oh my God. I want to go to restaurants, but we can't. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to y'all guys later. Uh, enjoy Pioneer. Hell, look at all your friends to play now. And we'll talk to y'all guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.